Did you know that financial intimacy can lead to better sexual intimacy with your significant other? Money is never just about dollars and cents. Money is wrapped up with emotions such as fear, insecurity, envy, and guilt, and attitudes such as control. So want to improve your financial intimacy? Grab our free guide at www.foundersconnect.co forward slash financial intimacy today. Welcome to Founders Connect Podcast. We help lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Did you know that approximately 45% of marriages end up in divorce and 65% of all startups fail due to founder conflicts? Well, we're here to change that. Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest and practical tips to help you with business, relationships, and sustainable living. Now, let the fun begin! Welcome to Founders Connect. I'm Cindy Pham. And I'm Anthony Chansamuth. And today we're here to talk about how to separate your business and your personal finances. So, Anthony, why should we do this? Well, I think um, let's talk about it this way. If you were to ask me how much money I have in my personal account... What would you say? I would say $10 million. Vietnamese dong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those who don't get that, $10 million dong is not a lot when you convert. To Vietnamese dong. There you go. Okay, so something that happens when you have, uh, for a lot of freelancers or solo entrepreneurs, what happens is, and I did this when I started, is you, normally you'd have a personal bank account and then you would run all your transactions and expenses for the business through that personal account, okay? I've learned to actually create a business account. So I've got a Bank West account, which is a separate business account. But still, there are some times where, for example, the business is not making enough cash flow. So then I will go and use my personal credit card or personal card, debit card for those transactions. So I guess that would be really hard for the accountants to reconcile your accounts, isn't it? Yes, and for my wife to work out what's going on with the money. Exactly. I always ask, what is this expense? And he can't even tell me. Okay. (laughs) And the other issue with not separating business and personal is when... For a lot of startup businesses, when the founder or founders are not paying themselves a salary, which is quite common because, you know, this is something that we're taught is to take any profits that you're making and reinvest it in the business, okay? But what actually happens is the founders are not pulling a wage and therefore that creates a situation where there's no personal finances hitting the personal bank account and... And that causes a lot of stress, doesn't it? For who? For the couple, <laughs> especially me, Anthony. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so let's talk about you know how we've been able to address this issue and to really separate the business and personal finances. So what have we done? Oh, you mean what have I done? <laughs> yes, well, what, have, what did you do to help us resolve this issue as a couple? So basically, I found out that he wasn't really that great with the allocating and saving money. So I created a spreadsheet. So the spreadsheet is based on the 
jazz money management system, which I've learned from Harvika. So basically, there's just six categories that you want to put your money in, and you put a percentage to that six categories. So the six categories we did was necessities, long term, short term, play, education, give. And financial freedom. So I just want to add to to sort of put some context around those. So necessities are rent, food, groceries, that kind of stuff, bills. For long term, we're talking about savings that we spend later, like our holidays, might be unexpected medical expenses, uh, family, things that are going on, you know, with our families. For play, that's really for us to have fun, you know, and, and go to the movies like we did on the weekend. Entertainment. Entertainment. Great. I love that. For the education bucket. So you can think of these as, you know, T.R. Vecca calls them jars, and these can be physical jars. Like if you think back to before the time of bank accounts, um, our mums or maybe our grandparents had actual physical jars that they put on the table and they would just put coins or, or bills into each of these jars and that's how they would divide their finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just we're actually doing this electronically through yes. our bank account, right, our savings account. So the education bucket or jar is really for us to learn and grow as individuals. So that's for anything like coaching, mentoring, books or any training courses that you're going to do. What does financial and give, what what are those jars? So for financial is basically um, what we did for ours is uh, financial freedom. So basically anything that will create income for our financial freedom, the money, this jar we don't touch, we just leave it. The gift jar is basically uh, donations to charity or any gift really that you want to uh, give to anyone. Yep. So for us, that's like giving back. So one of our core values is sustainable living. Something we're really passionate about is building self-sustaining communities. So projects that are doing that kind of work. So one of the places that we went to earlier this year was the Green School in Bali. Oh, my dream. And so we actually you know, paid to do their day tour or two tours there on site, which was really amazing for both of us. And you know, at a later stage, we want to, you know, be able to use that giving jar and actually donate to, to causes and, and projects like that. You are listening to the Founders Connect podcast, helping lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Now back to the show. Now, they're the six sort of recommended categories from TRV Eka's system and really it's up to you as a couple how you want to allocate those. Exactly and how the percentage and you can even reduce the categories that's important to you, whatever it is the case. Exactly and the percentage allocations like Cindy just said, you know, you work out how what is more important based on your your own priorities as a couple and then you would split that up. So, you know, you might go 55% to your expenses, your monthly bills and whatnot and then allocate other ways. That's really great. Now, what Cindy did, being someone from a financial background, is she created a spreadsheet. Uh, yeah, a Google Sheet, which has all those allocations and formulas and core equations and things that makes it a lot easier for us to. So all you need to do is just plug in your income, and it will just spit out the percentage that you want. You can even also change the percentage, and it will just formulate itself. 
That's really, really awesome. And we're actually going to give that to you for free if you want to uh, head over to our free guide to financial intimacy. And that's uh, you know our resource that we've created for entrepreneur couples. And that includes that allocation spreadsheet that Cindy's put together. All you need to do is go to foundersconnect.co forward slash money guide. Once again, that's foundersconnect.co slash money guide and you'll be able to grab those resources as well as some other resources and tools that we recommend like a reference to Tihav Eka's JAR system and also there's let's talk about some of uh, behaviors or apps that you can use to manage your personal finances. There's lots of apps out there for Apple and also for Androids. Pocketbook is one, money coaches from Apple and Mint as well. All these tools, well, I know Pocketbook, I actually have used that before in the past. And it's actually just a good way for you to get into the habit of budgeting and allocating. So essentially, you can apply and implement the JAR system using a tool like Pocketbook if you're an app person. So I'm an app person uh, and I'm crazy all about the apps. Cindy's not so much. So if you're that type of person, then... You know, I recommend taking a look at Pocketbook. Money Coach was another one that Sydney was playing around for, but that's only for iOS. It's not for Android. Uh, and then there's another one which is popular in North America called Mint, which is they've been around for ages, like on a decade or more. So go have a look at those. And if you have any that you actually are already using and recommend, let us know. Like let us know in the comments, or you know, just send us an email or on our, on our Instagram and, and, and give us some tips on what you're using to manage your personal finances. So. That's really what this, you know, how we've been able to separate our business and personal finances and why it's important to do so. So for you listening out there, you know, make sure you go and apply these tips if you're not already doing it. And if you are doing it and you have better ways of doing it, please let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. Definitely. We need that. (laughs) Okay, cool. So that's it. We're going to wrap up this episode on how to separate business and personal finances. So once again, to go grab that free guide, just head over to foundersconnect.co forward slash money guide, and you'll be able to get the uh, allocation spreadsheet as well as some tips on how to improve your personal finances and financial intimacy with your partner, your spouse. All right. Awesome. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please do share it and leave us a rating, so a five-star rating and a review on iTunes because that would really help us get the word out to more people and help more couples. Join us in our next episode where we discuss how to manage and talk about money as a couple, including how to handle difficult money conversations. Thanks for tuning in and remember to live passionately, purposefully, and confidently. Till next time, ciao!